Welcome to another edition of This Is Me. This is Chris Gilmore and this is episode 2009. So look, it's uh, firstly, again, I will apologize. It um, has been some time since I've been back in the studio recording these podcasts, but um, obviously there's a lot going on in the world right now. And uh, that's pretty much the reason for for me being not on the air, but I've got a bit of time today, so I thought I would uh, pump out a uh, podcast for all you listeners today. So lots to talk about, lots going on, obviously, obviously with coronavirus and uh, the pandemic that is going on in the world and, and the, the shutdowns and people being locked up and uh, non-essential and essential, lots of people losing their jobs. So lots going on uh, in our world, lots going on in business, personal and um, so let's let's get stuck into it. So uh, I can't really remember what we spoke about in uh, episode two double oh eight, but uh, for two double oh nine, this is going to be um, it's going to be an interesting podcast because lots have happened. Uh, you know, some big changes, especially in business, obviously. So let's let's talk about what's going on in the world, what's going on out in our world right now, and um, how it's affecting us and what we're doing, and uh, what changes have been made. So uh, let's get into it. This is me. Well, so let's uh, let's let's rewind just a, a couple of weeks. So it's uh, mid-April, uh, 2020. Uh, we're right in the middle of uh, COVID-19, is the word, or the coronavirus pandemic that's going on worldwide. But um, yeah, on the first of April, we had some big news, a, a, a big event that happened in our life, in in our business life. Um, it was the first step uh, in really growing our brand, All Properties Group, but. Um, it, it all started about eight months ago, and if you guys have been regular listeners, you would have known uh, that you know some things were going on in the background. We just really couldn't say exactly what was happening, but uh, we can officially now say and talk about it. But um, on uh, the first of April, which was April Fool's days of uh, of all days, but I chose that day in particular for settlement on this particular thing. Uh, we ended up buying a local Ray White office. Uh, buying their rent roll. So um, basically, we've just now doubled our rent roll. So we've gone from 350 to about just over 710 uh, property managements uh, now under our our banner in our Browns Plains office. And, and that was significant. It was something that I've been wanting to do in our business for such a long time. Um, but uh, now that we've got a, a bit more stranglehold of the business and ownership, we can really steer it in the direction that I've wanted to uh, for quite some time. And, and we, you know, we've We've looked at uh, rent rolls over the years and uh, we've really, uh, really cautious about which ones we wanted to buy. And, um, you know, we uh, had a long-standing relationship, well, my business partner Michael did with uh, with the previous owner. And uh, we did the deal probably six or eight months ago, but we had to keep it under wraps, obviously, for, for um, various reasons and staff and stuff like that. So that all happened on the 1st of April. So that was big news. Uh, you know, we paid well over seven figures for uh, for it, so a massive investment. And what a time! You know, eight months ago when we did the deal and and uh, was you know working through the the entire process, you know, and then coronavirus hits, and, and what a time for it to uh, to happen right in the middle of that. But um, it, it's probably going to be the thing that's going to save the business, to be honest, at this stage. So. You know, so that's big news. You know, the Ray White office now has um, been closed down. The sales agents, we didn't take any of the sales agents. They all um, have gone elsewhere, um, which was probably a bit of a blessing uh, at this particular time as well too. And um, But we, we took their property managers, so they've slotted into the business with our other property managers perfectly. Um, 
the entire transition has been fantastic. So, um, you know, what, what goes on when you buy a rent roll? Basically, you're, you're buying the property management side of the, of the business. That's really what a real estate office is, is where the value is. And um, so now we manage over 700 rentals uh, here locally in our local marketplace. So um, big, significant, you know, lots of money. Um, but it was definitely something that I've wanted to do for some time. And, um, you know, that just really doubles our investment or, you know, the value of our business. So, um, yeah, so that's one little milestone that we can tick off now in in a, in the business world of what we've uh, wanted to achieve for some time. So that's all happened. Um, and then, obviously, some things have happened around, obviously, the coronavirus has, has, has started. And um, you know, we've, uh, unfortunately, we have had to let people go. We are one of those businesses where you know we really rely on cash flow, and the real estate market has uh, significantly, you know, sort of halted. So we think up around fifty percent. We're we're down at this point of time, but the um, I'm still keeping really really positive about it, and it, you know, and I always look at these opportunities as you know, this is a new opportunity. How can you know we've we've taken some measures in our business to to really cut out the fat sort of thing you know and um we've had to release people that we didn't want to release you know they're always hard phone calls um you know it's especially it was hard because we couldn't have face to face uh contact at that particular time you know to to the restrictions and and self isolation and stuff like that so you know to to sort of let people go over the phone is I don't particularly like doing that and uh it's hard and we've had long term relationships with these people but um you know, we, we have to put the business first and, um, you know, there was some cuts made. But what it's really done is it's really opened our eyes up into looking at what we need in our business. What did we have just for things hanging off the side because we could and stuff like that. So we've really, really firmed up the business. So I honestly think moving forward, we're going to have a, a much, much more profitable business. And, uh, you know, like a, a big call is we now have no front receptionist. And a lot of people thought that's probably a little bit crazy. And, um, you know, the, the idea of probably not having a front receptionist again is, is on, on the cards. And some other big changes for, with us, with the sales agents, is that there is now no longer any open homes being run. So it's, um, you know, some big adjustments really happening in, in the real estate world and in our business. But um, I, I always take these opportunities on board. I keep positive. Um, because the only saviour for me is everyone is in the same boat. People are losing their jobs and business is down and, and it's just not our business. It is everyone's uh, everyone's life and that's the thing. So we're all going through it. It's just not us. So um, that's how I can sort of keep really positive in uh, times like this. And these are really unprecedented times. They really are. Like I don't think any of us that are alive right now would have ever thought we would have seen something like this in our lifetime. But um, you know, it's uh, as bad as it is. You know, all these people losing their lives and stuff like that from it. It's 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 just heartbreaking. And everyone has different opinions. They all think it's Bill Gates or it's five G or it was some Chinese guy eating a bat uh, or it was biological warfare or you know it's Donald Trump's fault. Like it's. Really, it brings out all the uh, the the social media experts. You know, Karen. We we call them Karens. You know, so I apologise if you are listing it. Your name is Karen, but it's just a name that we, you know, the Facebook expert Karen. But you know, we really need to sort of try and stay away and distance ourselves away from that because at the end of the day, whoever caused it, however it happened, it's happened. And uh, we can all sit back and just uh, place blame on somebody 
and we all have these conspiracy theories about what's actually going on but i think it's all just shit it really is and at the end of the day it's happening we've just got to uh we've just got to band together and support each other and that's one thing that i've seen is the the outpour of everyone just helping each other and coming together in a time like this i think has been amazing you know we've all had uh extra time to spend with our families uh, me especially you know it's uh, it's been great to to be there with the kids it's um yes yeah, some days are hectic you know and now we've got to do some homeschooling and the, the thing is we're all in it we're all going through it so we're all going to have a story that comes out at the end of this but um one of the biggest things that i've really noticed around this you know so-called lockdown and and what it what's it really it's done it's I honestly think it's really just slowed us all down. Yeah, you know, we were all living in this really chaotic world. The want it now, has to happen now, need it now sort of thing. And it's, it's really made, well, especially for me, just really taking a step back. And I'm nowhere near as stressed. Uh, I'm not as tired. I'm, I think I'm happier at the moment because it's just, you know, it's just let's just chill out a bit. And um, that's been a really cool thing. Uh, to watch and and the other thing that's uh, really making me happy every time I, I leave the home and drive around and, and I get to head to work is the amount of people that are outside it's astonishing the amount of people that I'm seeing now walking running jogging taking their kids for bike rides like that was something that was 30 years ago and we've really missed that and I think you know everyone's relied on technology now technology is playing a massive part in the world right now you know all these celebrities and singers and stuff and they're doing everything now online and we don't have sales uh, meetings anymore we have online sales meetings now and you know so technology I don't think is is um I think it, it's it's not a distraction. It's actually now keeping us all connected and, and sane in a time like this. But it really goes to show the amount of technology that we do rely on and to still stay connected with each other, um, even if it's not in a physical way, you know, of touching and stuff like that. So I, I don't think we need to demonize technology. I think in a time like this, it's really helped us. But it is actually really, really satisfying for me when I drive out of home and I see... Uh, like the other day, I, I took uh, Blake for a, for a mountain bike ride. Honestly, we saw probably 300 people, you know, at the local park, along the walking along the footpath, uh, other people mountain biking. Like it was just, and everyone was happy. Hello, how are you going? Yes, we all kept our one and a half meters where we could and stuff like that. So, but it, it's just really brought, I think, everyone together. Um, but, you know, there is going to be a backlash from this. Uh, I, you know, I... It, it's not all sunshine and, and rainbows at the moment because you know there's there's people that are and don't get me wrong you know it's 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 there's positives that are going to come out of this but you know the the onslaught of um, negatives that it's going to bring is is going to be astronomical and and I'm not I'm not oblivious to that so I know that divorce rates are going to skyrocket because people are spending more time together or you know they're fighting or people are losing their jobs which creates anxiety and it creates depression and and withdrawals and because they're stressed about how they're going to pay their bills and stuff like that so the onslaught of this entire thing is going to be astronomical I've got no doubt about it but one thing that it's really done, and I don't, and I don't, not too sure if everyone's really talking about this, but the one thing that I've really seen what this has really done is, it has exposed us to how much we were probably living on credit, or 
living well behind, like well beyond our means. You know what I mean? You have one week of no work and you can't pay the rent. Like that to me is not living, you know what I mean? So this I think is a huge wake up call for a lot of people that, you know what? You probably don't need the toys. You don't need the latest handbag or you don't need the latest pair of Air Jordans or the fanciest car or the biggest house because when shit hits the fan like this, you know, one bad week or two bad weeks, you can't pay the bills. You can't put food on the table. Now, to, to me, that's not living. You know, you've got to live within your means. And, and I think a lot of people were spending or living this life that was a fake life. And, and I've spoken about that before in podcasts many times, you know, people uh, having things and material things to impress people that they actually fucking hate. Like, I, I don't see the point of that, but this has now really exposed them. It's, it's, it's shocking. And I, and I hope that a lot of people realize and go, you know what, do I really need to pay, you know, $1,200 a week rent for this fancy penthouse when I could be, you know, down the road, you know, a kilometer away and, and living and selling at $500 a week rent, or I've got a massive mortgage for $1.8 million, you know, on this fancy house, you know, where I could really, to be honest, I could survive in a $400,000 home, you know, and um, I think that's really one big thing that this whole coronavirus has exposed is if you have a really bad week, or you've, you lose your job, you have no savings, people don't have savings, and it's really hard, like, don't get me wrong. It is a really frigging hard to save money. But it's not if you live within your means and you stop buying all the shit that you don't really need. And I honestly think in times like this, I think we're all saving more money than ever before. We're not going out to the restaurants three times a week. We're not eating out. We're eating at home. We're eating at much healthier uh, stuff. We're, you know, we're just, honestly, we're just not spending money on shit anymore. So look, there's there's a lot that's going to come out of this and it, it's it's... The entire thing, to be honest, is just, I, I keep harping on it, but it's just shit. You know, I can't even go and see, uh, you know, I've got to have keep distance with my dad because if he gets it or something, you know what I mean? Like, there's just shit like that where, you know, we've we've got to distance ourselves from people and, you know, and, and just the restrictions that they've put on is, I don't agree with, with half of them, you know, five people at a wedding, 10 people at a funeral, yet you can have 400 people at the local Bunnings on a Saturday. Uh, like that sort of stuff I just don't get and um, whoever's making those decisions I I you know I, they just need a really good shake but at the end of the day I would hate to be the prime minister I would hate to be the president of uh, of a country the the amount of stress and anxiety and, and pressure that is on uh, these guys right now is just astronomical so uh, that's not a job that I would wish upon anyone and and it's easy for us to all sit back on social media and blame ScoMo for this or blame the Premier for that. And, you know, if it wasn't the bushfires or the floods, now it now it's coronavirus. And, and they're still blaming people. You know what, guys? This is not a time for blame. This is not a time to, to be angry or to, to point fingers at people. This is a time where we need to band together and be strong together and, and be a community and help each other. And if you see someone struggling or whatever it might be or they can't afford some food or you know, $50 to somebody will go a long way. Like this is a time of generosity. This is the time. This is one thing. And I had this conversation. I, I rang um, uh, one of my good mates in Melbourne, who's a real estate agent as well. And, uh, you know, we, we just keep in touch and, you know, he, he's asking ideas and he's seeing what we're doing. And, and that's how I've sort of uh, kept it, you know, uh, basically calling the shots of, of how we want to take our business forward and get through this. But, yeah, you know, I, I made the comment to him and I said, oh, mate, have you heard from, you know, 
and, and I won't name him who it was. And he's like, nah, mate, fully underground. I'm like, yeah, you know, when they want your business, they're all over you. But, you know, in a hard time like this, you, you don't even get a hello or how you're going or, you know, how's the family. So this times like this really expose the genuine people and the con artists, the bullshit people is, is what I'm going to call them. And, um, you know, the people that are all for themselves and, um, you know, when, when times are good and, and you're spending money and, um, you know, you're with them or whatever it might be, uh, they're all over you. But, the you know, the time that you're not and, and a time when you probably need those people the most to help and to get you through, to give you some ideas or, you know, some words of encouragement, you, you don't see them at all. And uh, so, you know, times like this really exposes people. You know, there's going to be some friendships lost and, and gained out of, you know, situations like this. But, uh, you know, it really makes us... Uh, look at the world completely different it makes us look at how vulnerable we are as human beings how something so whatever it is a, a, a small little virus can kill over a hundred and fifty thousand people you know within months and and turn the lives upside down of the family and friends of those people who have lost their their lives and to you know and i've been fairly quiet on social media but if you're listening to those to, to those dickheads that are on social media that that can't grasp and they think that this is just a flu you honestly just need to really uh, you know you need a slap in the face because this is uh this is not a flu okay and um it, it just takes a little bit of research and a little bit of brains to actually you know look into it and really see what it actually is and even if it is just a flu it is causing devastation through every single person and you know, I always say a disease or cancer doesn't have a face until it's a family member, you know, and, and those people that are spooking saying, ah, it's just a flu and it's only got a 0.2% death rate or whatever. Wait until that's one of your family members. I guarantee you won't be saying what you're saying, you know, so that just really makes me angry when I see that sort of stuff. So I've sort of tried to distance myself a little bit at the moment on social media to, to try and keep, um, you know, I'm watching a much, much more YouTube and more positive stuff. Um, because we've got a little bit more time because business isn't as um, as busy as normal. But this is also a time too where going into the business is uh, I've kept my entire team. I've not changed anything. We've got some things in the background that we're working on right now. So, you know, when it does come good, where where you know we've we've got things and strategies and procedures now in place so i honestly think we're going to come out of this so much 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 stronger and i hope everyone else that's listening to this um also does you know put some things in place and you know this was uh, a good time to reflect on some certain things and you know if there is you know if there is a passion out there that you guys love to do this this might be the time this is the time when you now do have a bit of time to probably look into it and do some research or to set that business up or you know I'll talk more about that in another podcast some other exciting things that um, I've got going on in the background as well too and I'll explain why and how and um you know why we've done it but um you know i think i just i just think we've got a little bit more time we, we the entire world is slowing down at the moment yes it's going to get back to normal when does that happen no one can tell us um you know people are saying that you know it's only going to be a couple of weeks and it's going to be or it's going to be 18 months it, look it is what it is and when it's over it's over and and i do truly sincerely hope it is over sooner than than later but um you know at the end of the day every human being on the planet uh, we're all in it you know it's just not you singularly it's it is every single human being on the planet so let's hope that we can fight this disease and somehow however we can 
and uh, get things, you know, life back to semi-normal. But uh, I think it was a really good wake-up call uh, for a lot of us, to be honest. So, look, that's a couple of little things that are on my mind. Obviously, everyone is talking about it, but I just wanted to, um, you know, this podcast, I, I will be able to go back and listen to, you know, in many, many years and, and go, oh, I remember that time. Do you remember when we are all through that coronavirus time? Like, we will forget about it. You know, as as soon as it comes and goes, and um, but that's just life. But uh, it just shows that we are very vulnerable and exposed as human beings, and uh, we need to really live our best life and and give everything that we give a go at. You know, one hundred percent, and and leave nothing on the table because, uh, it, as you can see, you know, it's uh, it can devastate people within you know instantly things like this. So. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. I will get back on air again. I've got a few other things that um, I want to lay out, but uh, we're really just in the background at work where we're, the entire team is still here and we're still working hard and um, uh, some massive changes, uh, some exciting changes. And uh, I'm pretty much now just going to turn our office into a multimedia uh, company that we've made that decision. So I'm going to lose my office and, and my team's office. So upstairs where we're located in our building, um, I'm going to turn into a, just a full studio and really just turn it into a multimedia company um, because it's just shown everything's now online and, and I think this is the new way of business and uh, I'm going to be fully equipped and uh, we'll have a couple of extra videographers probably within the business quite soon and and uh, really ramping things up across all social networks and um, TV shows and, and we've got some things planned and uh, it's going to be kind of cool. So uh, I hope you can follow us through on on that journey and, uh, you know, we will um, obviously document it along the way as well too. But uh, if you're listening, thanks for tuning in. I do apologize. It has been a little while, but um, I hope you're all safe. I hope your family is safe and um you know, if there is anything that we can do, whether we've met or not met before, uh, reach out, DM me on uh, Insta, or on Facey or YouTube, wherever you're listening to this, um, you know, just reach out if, if it's just a chat or if you need some advice or some, uh, some business knowledge or some marketing advice, whatever it might be, reach out. I'm here to help. This is me, episode 009, Chris Gilmore. Thanks for listening. Thank you.